Welcome to Insightful Essence, a place to reconnect with our superpowers and better manage difficult life circumstances and challenges. We will not only understand multiple sources of distress, but also learn ways to work through difficulties in life. My name is Rosalind Perez, and I am a licensed clinical social worker at your disposal. Welcome to another episode of Insightful Essence. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I am excited about the topic today. I have chosen to talk a little bit more about relationships. Um, given that we're social creatures, it's so important for us to learn more about what makes a relationship healthy and the connection and the intimacy better. I always like to start by highlighting the importance of awareness in everything that we do, in relationships, in our mental state, in our emotions, because it is through awareness that we have the opportunity to observe things, understand, catch patterns, and make a choice to make a difference in our lives. So every episode, I will constantly continue to highlight the importance of awareness in every topic that we can ever talk. Um, that being said, I'm going to focus and use the Institute, like Gottman's Institute of Relationships. They are the gurus of relationship, uh, relationships. And they have completed research, uh, thousands of researchers all over the world. And we're able to find four things in common that determine what type of relationships um, may not necessarily last long. So what I'm going to talk about, it's the four horsemen of relationship. This is a, con this is a terminology that was taken from uh, the, the apocalypse. So the four horsemen of the apocalypse. But this has been used for relationships. Like whenever each one of those four dynamics that I'm going to be covering today are present in a relationship, then relationships are going to um, be more prominent to not end well or last or have meaningful connections. And guess what? We don't get this information while growing up. We just learn about relationships from our environment, from our parents, from our households. But yet we are expected as a society to have everything together, to know all of this information. But we don't. We don't. And I see it in my practice with so many clients that they know that there's something wrong in the relationship. However, they cannot pinpoint what is it that's going on in the relationship? What is it that it's affecting? And if any of these four concepts are present, know that they are going to impact negatively the relationship. So we're better off by having this information on our end because it gives us the opportunity to catch it and make a decision of whether we would like to work around this. So what are these four horsemen? The first one, and it's not the one is more important than the other, so the order is not really important, but it's the, the re in reality, it's if, if it's present in the relationship. So the first one. The first one is criticism. Whenever we engage in interactions that we're highlighting always in negative things, um, 
of our partner, guess what? It's going to feel like we're being attacked. And I'm not talking about uh, never saying anything that we don't like about our partner. That's that's not what I'm saying. It's how it's said. So this is something that can be very hard for people to be better at, but it's not impossible. And that's my what I hope from sharing this information. So what can be examples of criticism? Whenever we focus on the person and not on the behavior. Let's say if we have an expectations, and I'm just going to use this as a, a hypothetical example. If I have an expectation that my partner should throw the take the trash out, and let's say that one day my partner doesn't do that, and the way that I want to highlight the, the, the statement that I use to highlight that, if I say you're so lazy or you're so inconsiderate, guess what? That it's a criticism, right? It's going to be taken as an attack because I am focusing and I'm using a statement that it's directed more so to the person instead of the behavior. So a good technique is just to highlight the behavior. Hey, um, we talked about you taking the trash out. And I'm, once again, I'm using this hypothetical example. We talked about you taking the trash out. However, you didn't. So it makes me feel a little bit frustrated. Don't get me wrong. The other person can still feel a little bit of on the defense, but it's the intensity is going to be way lower than if we say to this person, you're lazy or you inconsiderate or you never help me. Um, and it is with the frequency of these type of comments that the relationship is just going to hurt, is going to be impacted. So the Gottmans do not only focus or talk about the four horsemen of the relationships, but they also provide us with the antidote and a good way of, and, and that's what I was talking about the antidote will be to focus on the behavior instead of the person and using I statements. For example, I feel that I feel frustrated because whenever I see that you have not taken the trash out because we agreed upon, et cetera, et cetera. So it is how we deliver the message that is going to make a huge difference. And please know that this is going, it's not easy. It's not easy to require practice. So this is the first concept that the Gottmans focus on. The second one is defensiveness. And a lot of times it's the end result of perhaps like the criticism. If I have a partner that is constantly providing me criticism or just like highlighting everything that I do wrong, it could easily lead to defensiveness, but not necessarily it's ex exclusive to being criticized. It can also be the response or the reaction to anything that is highlighted that we don't like. Because let's say that if one person, your partner approaches you with, hey, um, whenever you do X, Y, C, it makes me feel this, this way. And if our response is like, I don't know what you're talking about, but what about you? That is defensiveness. Whenever we recur to defensiveness, guess what? We're just like blocking and building a wall in between and it's causing disconnect. And there's nothing that can kill the relationship, but disconnect. Whenever we feel disconnected and we grow apart, 
it's it's just going to have the relationship grow cold. Therefore, that's why it's present. Um, and it's considered as one of the main factors in, in a relationship not being successful. So as humans, whenever something is highlighted that doesn't say anything good about ourselves, guess what? It's going to be hard. It's hard. So it's how do we acknowledge that we may not necessarily like what we're hearing or what we're listening, but it's like, how do we take the time to process that out and observe our bodies, our minds, how are we reacting and just kind of like give the benefit of the doubt and just try to put ourselves in our partner's position or where are they coming from? Guess what? Because whenever we're in a relationship, we're talking about two separate individuals that have different ways of seeing life, different ways of the world, and we are going to have clash. So what I'm saying here is not that we have to focus on not having any difference in a relationship. That's impossible. But it's like washing first, like if that criticism is present, but also if like, how are we taking information? Because guess what? If I'm always reacting in a defensive way, what's going to happen is that my partner is not going to feel comfortable enough opening up. And it's just going to feel that they have to walk on eggshells. Because if I'm always reactive and I am just like not being open to what they, what it's affecting them, guess what? We're not giving them the opportunity to be open. And that's when we hear so many couples and people say, we have a communication issue. But it's in reality, deep down, it's beyond communication. It's the openness. It's how we welcome people to be honest with us without us being so reactive. So one of the techniques, one of the antidotes is just to allow ourselves to just to regulate or just to observe our body and to give ourselves time to listen to that comment or opinion that our partner has or just like share with us and being open to, to that, right? And, and, and having a discussion, an open discussion after, after it's been evaluated. So that's another concept that the Gottmans focus on as um, the four horsemen of the relationship. The third one is contempt. This one, if I am honest, hits home because it's something that I have learned that I have used in the past and I may still be tempted to use or perhaps in a, in a, in a very bad day I may use with my partner, but it can be very detrimental to the relationship. So what is contempt is any comment, it's any action, it's any indicator that we may be putting our partners down. Like if when we use sarcasm, when we say, oh, like, here we go again, of course, you were the one to, um, what, what else can we expect? It came from you or things like that. Um, so it, it makes our partner feel lesser than. And a lot of times we engage in these type of behaviors without even knowing how damaging this could be to the relationship. When I say that uh, this is a personal one for me, I, I, I use a lot of sarcasm. And not only with my partner, but I use it with, um, with friends or with uh, my, my daughters. And being aware, being aware of how 
sarcasm can impact relationships has been my area of work because I want to be careful not to ever, ever, ever make anyone feel lesser than. That's not my intention. A lot of times we just say things or we behave in a certain way because it's what we learned. We don't know better. When we know better, as my Angela say, then we do better. So that's why it's so important to listen to this information and be open to it and evaluate ourselves, reflect whether do I engage in this type of behaviors? Because it is when you identify yourself in any of these characteristics or these uh, behaviors, that's when you gain more power in changing that. So there's nothing wrong with identifying and that's why I take the step to share with you what may be an, a particular area for struggle for me. But because it is necessary for us to be in tune of what is it that we do or what is it that our partners do and be in tune with that because it gives us the opportunity to wash out for those behaviors because the last thing that I would want is to impact or hurt even if it's subconsciously right to to cause an effect in a negative way in any of my family members so I'm taking the time with contempt because it can be done in so many different ways if we don't acknowledge our partner's efforts or um, just kind of like minimize or put them down by perhaps even ignoring them, um, all of this is once again so damaging to the relationship. If we tend to engage in these behaviors, then what may be an antidote to contempt and is taking the time to praise, to acknowledge everything that our partners do good, everything that they do that we like about them and just not taking it for granted and just like letting it to be known for our partners. A lot of times I hear clients say, well, they know I love them. How? How do they know? How do you know your partner knows that they, be, they are loved by you? Well, I pay the bills, I um, take care of the home. Guess what? That it's not necessarily a clear message. So it's like knowing that person's, that partner's love language and making sure that you let them know, I am doing this because I love you, I care for you. And by highlighting those things that benefit the importance of them in our lives, we are going to get better at minimizing any contempt and even if we get to the point that we it's it's slipped because a lot of times we act in an automatic response then we can just like counteract that and once again I cannot highlight enough the importance of awareness because if we engage in any of these behaviors you can be aware that when you do and actually even acknowledge it and approach your partner and say hey I just noticed that I did this so I'm working on it and I just wanted you to know that I'm, I want to do better with this and I'm going to get better at this. So that is the third of, that is um, the third of the four, hor four horsemen of relationship. And last but not least is stonewalling. Stonewalling is so impactful in the relationship because the other person, your partner, is playing a role that they are not even aware of. 
we sometimes just like block them. We build this wall and they may be communicating. They may be trying to get a point across. Um, but in your mind, you're just like, I don't care. I, um, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm thinking about the growth, uh, about the supermarket that I need to go get gro groceries or my child has to do this. And we're doing that intentionally because we may be so overwhelmed by interactions that or conflicts that have been present in the relationship that it's kind of like we reach to a point that why even bother i don't care and we stonewall we create and build that wall that i guarantee is just going to make the relationship grow apart each more and more and more and if we care if we're in a relationship then we're in it because we want it to work. A lot of times we put so much effort in relationships and we do it in, in the wrong way because we don't know. We don't know that when things that may fall into four, into these four categories, if we don't pay attention or work around this, guess what? It's not going to matter. Any of you knows what we do. Because if I bring uh, my partner, if my uh, partner brings me flowers um, or we go on trips or we go to dinner or we get uh, um, dressed and just like try to look great for our partners, but then I engage in contempt or I stonewall or I criticize, guess what? None of that is going to matter. None of that is going to matter because relationships are based on connection 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 and i cannot highlight enough the importance of connection i am saying it and it's not enough how much connection and belonging is crucial in a relationship and one thing in common that these four horsemen have is that they strip connection away they make us feel disconnected from our partners we resent we start not caring we may even feel or experience feelings of hate. Um, and there's so much that a relationship can survive if we have those four things as a foundation building up. And guess what? We, at the beginning of relationships, this may be happening, but we may be a little more tolerant. We may be like, you know what? Uh, perhaps this person is having a bad day. So let me just go ahead and let it go. But guess what? There's so much that our minds, our body can tolerate that. There's so much that our minds can say, let it go, let it go, let it go. No, this is not frozen. <laughs> there is so much that we can tolerate that. So what happens is that throughout the years, then we grow less and less and less and less tolerant. And to a point that we have to just do, something's got to give. And stonewalling is a great example of like, I'm tired of you being uh, critical of me or thinking that you're, that's, that is if criticism is present or in the form of contempt, you're always thinking that you're better than me then, or if you're always defensive and anything that I say, you just don't receive, you don't listen, then why even bother? So whenever we are at that point, what is the antidote? And it's self-care. It's self-care is trying to find a balance, take a deep breath, um, work out, make sure that you're connected with your body and your mind, and 
because we want to make sure that our, whenever we reach to the point of stonewalling, it's similar to being overwhelmed. We just cannot take it anymore. So therefore we block. But we have to regulate back again. We have to make sure that we create a balance again. And after we do that, then we have to make sure that we find a way of working with the others. Because a lot of times when we stonewall is because the other three are present. So if these are present, it's like, how do we evaluate what is happening in my relationship? What's the interaction? Is there anything that has to do with uh, contempt? Is there anything that has to do with criticism? If there's anything that has to do with defensiveness, that it's causing me to stonewall and go from there, go from there. And there's evidence that once couples work this out, their relationship improve. One common denominator in healthy relationship in relationships that I don't want to use though, uh, I don't want to focus on long relationships because a lot of times people may last like 20 years, 25 years, 30 years. But when you look at the quality of the relationship, guess what? So years does not equal quality. But when we talk about quality in relationships, they have the ability to work around these four, four horsemen by utilizing the, the antidote because it's not about, and please hear me out, relationships are not about always agreeing. Based on the Gottman, 61% of conflicts and problems in relationships, guess what, are non-resolvable. Yes, non-resolvable, they cannot be solved. So that is a high percentage. 61% is like a huge number. So if they're non-resolvable, then what can we do? We have to get better at compromising, listening, building empathy in our relationships, and working problems out. A lot of times, it will, it will come down to, I can understand where you're coming from. I may not agree, but you know what? Let's just go ahead and agree to disagree. I respect you. And what if we just do this my I just do this my way and you do that your way and it's not personal it doesn't mean that if someone else do some something in a different way it doesn't mean that it's personal something against you so there are so many ways to work around this so many techniques so many tools that as a relationship you don't have to feel that we're here because guess what you may be struggling if, if this is your case, if you're struggling in a relationship because these are present. A lot of times what we do is like, you know what? This didn't work. I end a relationship. I just can't take it anymore. And I'm just going to get uh, someone else. Guess what? Chances are that you may encounter the same issues. Not necessarily same, same issues like this person doesn't clean or this person doesn't spend time with me or this person doesn't uh, call me enough. You name it, but if, but they, there might be interactions where contempt is present, defensiveness is present, criticism is present, and stonewalling is present. And if we engage in those, guess what? You're going to carry it into your next relationship. So having this information is gold. It's 
goal because it doesn't only help you in your current relationship, it helps you to have a foundation on where to go, what to do with your relationship and not only in your marriage, but in any other relationship too. I know that I've been talking about uh, intimacy, couples, but this can also be applicable to any type of relationship. So remember, contempt, defensiveness, criticism, stonewalling are common denominators in relationships that are not healthy. They are not bound to last and they are going to not contribute in a healthy way in a relationship. So we want to focus on their four antidotes. We want to make sure that we focus on behaviors, I statements. We take the time to reflect on ourselves and to listen, to build that empathy. We want to make sure that we highlight, praise the good and the positive in our partners. And we want to make sure that we self-care. We take care. We take time to self-care because all of this will make a difference, not only for you, but in your couple. And remember, if I'm in a relationship, then I have to make sure that I'm also contributing because if I choose not to work on this, guess what? Why are you in a relationship at the end? So I hope that this can be very helpful. Uh, remember that it's through awareness that we become empowered to make changes in our lives. And change is hard. Remember that change is very hard. But guess what? It's not impossible. It's like building some apps. If I want to have beach body, then I have to work towards those apps. And there's going to be resistance. But once we plan and prepare and find the tools, it is possible. If you like this information, if you feel that it's beneficial or you would like to hear more about it, please go to my Facebook page, Insightful Essence, and feel free to send me a message. Or if you have any suggestions and what other topics you would like to hear, please reach out and I will be more than happy to touch on any topic of your interest. And once again, thank you for listening.